love to talk. So they made a podcast. And that's why we're here. To listen in. And what's it called? It's called Banter Buddies. Welcome to episode 11 of Banter Buddies. We are back with another episode. The podcast is rolling. Brian, greetings. Hello. How are you? Wow, so many things there. Uh, greetings to you, Neil. Yes. I'm excited to chit chat with you. We uh, are people. Chitting. You know, we're recording this in real time. So last night we did a, an Instagram live. We went long. Ooh. We went an hour fifteen when we said let's do a tight forty. And so uh, just uh, it didn't. It, in no way did it make me say, "Wow, do I have less things to talk about today?" I have. I have more. It just made me pumped to do today. I'm ready. Yeah, it was I'm doing the- good. It was the primer uh, for this uh, podcast recording right now, but uh, yeah, we we have been uh, lucky enough to to be on a number of calls with each other, Brian. We are we're getting into it right now. We got calls, we got live Instagrams, we got podcasts to record our own and other people's. It's all happening right now. I mean, this isn't new with Koo, but we got the album coming out. Uh, pretty quick here, and uh, we're, we're happy to say that the, the the press cycle is working, everybody. Thank you to all the people who have asked us to be on their podcast and get interviewed and stuff. It's uh, it's kind of a lot, but it's very fun, and we're very thankful for that. We're on our way. We're thankful. My mom was listening to the Instagram Live last night. I don't know why, but... Uh, <laughs> why not? Because you're, cause you're her son. That's why. Why wouldn't I- she? I know, but she like had it. It's so funny. Like she, she must have been listening to it with my dad in the car while we were recording that. They picked up some lumber that I, <laughs> some like they found some lumber from like curbside, like dumpster diving, basically, and they yeah. dropped it off in my driveway while that thing was happening. <laughs> and uh, and they're like, "Wow, you guys really!" It amazes me. You guys really can talk about nothing forever. And I'm like, "Yes, we can. We we are truly gifted." Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's uh it's kind of why we're doing this show too. I mean, it's called Banter Buddies because well, I mean, we can talk about anything um because we've known each other for so long and because we're good friends. I think that's like where it all starts. But then beyond that, we were put into so many situations where we do just have to riff or it's fun to riff, you know, whether it's on stage or in an interview, or just chatting with people after the show, or meet and greets, or whatever. So um, you gotta go. You yeah, gotta you go. get you just get better at it. So it's uh, yeah, it is sort of an acquired skill, I guess. I feel like you've always had that skill. You've always been a good talker. You've always been very personable, very open to speak to people. And it's something you have. T- I feel like I've picked up stuff from being around you of just like how do you start conversation, how do you ask people about themselves and stuff like that. So I've gotten better because of you in that kind of way. So like thank what you. What stuff? What have you picked up? What's I just. I mean, like, I don't know. I just, uh, you know, there's certain ways that I, you've just, you've shown me the way of it sounds easy, but just like ask other people about themselves and like, you know, what they're up to. And that's just a way to get things rolling. If you're just like standing around, you know, uh, maybe you're uh, in, in, in a line for a thing or, you know, you're just like stuck in this little spot waiting. It's just like start a little conversation with somebody or, you know, whatever it might be. So uh, I don't know. You're very good at that. And uh, I feel like I've, I've, got, I've gotten better at it but just being around you by, by proximity. Hot tips. Well, I am generally intrigued by other people and how they work and how they tick. It's a good way to roll. Froggy. Froggy. Yeah. I mean, you can't fake it. Like when somebody asks me a question that I know that they're just like, like you're at a party and they're asking a question just to ask a question, I'm out. Right. I'll like like slice it. So what do you do? 
I'll 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 be uh, I'll be overly aggressive with that, and I'll be like, "Why did you even ask that? What's the point? Why do you even care?" Right? And then you just like dismantle the bomb. It probably is too aggressive. My therapist tells me that I'm too uh, too. Sometimes I have my fangs out. I need to like be gentler. But like, it's like you want to <laughs> know why, right? It's like, yeah. So, yeah. but I'm glad you picked up some hot tips. Another tip I picked up from another another podcaster that I really like named Merlin Mann um, in his show Back to Work. Um, he, something he used to say was, um, you know, again, you, you, what, you're, what you're saying is right. If like it is, it does matter to be like legitimately, you know, uh, interested in people. But I think um, a way to do like a catch all for that is ask someone what um, excites them these days um or what they're interested in these days so it's really more of a, rather than saying like oh where do you work or what do you do or what is your job or where do you go to school instead of like guessing on like all those things i can say just say like what are you excited about these days because if that person doesn't want to talk about their job or they don't have a job or they're not in school or whatever they can just say oh i really like wandavision let's talk about that or whatever so you're giving the other person like an opportunity just to say what they're excited about and then if they're excited about it well there's a good chance that they're going to be stoked when they're telling you and it's going to be way more of an interesting conversation so that's a good place to start if you don't know what to say to somebody to say what are you excited about these days <laughs> a lot of times good. i ask people like what they what their last meal was you know like what you eat for breakfast most of yeah. the times i ask kids that because i'm actually like, curious like for yeah. like cereal marketing like like, what did they actually do? And most of the times, people are not that excited about, like, what they actually just ate. Or they can't remember. So, You're therefore, right. like, when people are dragging me to, like, expensive restaurants and they make me, like, shower and, like, wear nice clothes and stuff like that. I'm like, <laughs> why, you guys? We're going to forget about this. We'd have a way better time if we just ordered pizza. You know what I mean? It helps me. It helps reinforce me that it's okay to eat just lettuce and balsamic vinegar, like, every day for every meal. You know what I mean? So. It sounds delicious. Doesn't that sound um, delicious? Neil, I'm excited to be talking to you. That's the bottom line. Oh, That's yeah. That's all I wanted to say was we get to be on the mic. We're chit-chatting. We're going. Oh, my gosh. Yes, we are back. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, downloading this show, listening. Um, you know, uh, if you if you could, we'd appreciate it if you recommend the show to somebody. Maybe you know somebody else in your life who knows about our band or, um, you know, uh, enjoys uh, partying with Cuckoo Kangaroo on uh, YouTube or live or whatever. Just let them know. Hey, those guys have a podcast, too. Go check it out. Um, that's how podcasts spread right right now, mostly, is uh, word of mouth. So uh, give, give us a little help there and uh, uh, tell somebody who knows about podcasts to listen to Banter Buddies. Neil, I got um, a couple things. Please, please. Um, one, I did a, I did a random drop in phone call with our old friend, uh, Tim Bornholt. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, Tim. Wow. I called him up cause he's making so many cool apps and I just wanted to say thanks for making so many cool apps. He has a lot of cool ones joining, like dropping soon. Oh, cool. Uh, that was fun. But the, but right off the bat he was like, I'm like four in on banter buddies. I'm like, well, why don't you call in? He's like, cause I'm always late on the call in. And, then, <laughs> and I was like, well, just like we always post the question. I was like, just jump ahead. Like just, but anyways, it was nice to hear an unprompted. Like that's the first thing he thought. He wasn't like, "Oh, I heard your song." He was like, "I'm listening to the buddies." That's great. Yeah, Tim. Uh, Tim uh, directed some videos for us, shot some videos for us in the early days, and uh, he's a he's a pal. And yeah, he's a he's a big podcast guy himself, and that's great to hear. But yeah, the other thing you can do if you're behind in the podcast or whatever, you can just call up the line because in the in the prompt for the voicemail line, we just like say what this week's show's about. So. Even if you're not caught up or whatever, you don't have to spoil anything. You can just uh, call the line and uh, my voice will be there telling you what to say. 
So, <laughs> but yeah, that's cool. That there's you, no, uh, there's no like Tim. beep. His his voice just ends. Just that's goes. right. You just gotta. You go. should make a beep sound with your voice. Beep. Yeah. Wait. Can... Two other things. Two other quick drops. Uh huh. Drops in our Rue Crew, like our Facebook group that I set up because Facebook told me to. Neil, I don't think you've ever even been in it, but um, crew. fans like sometimes like talk to each other and post stuff. But two different people, George and Renee, on separate times. Have like kind of, have done their own version of like promoting the show to Cuckoo Kangaroo fans. Oh my gosh, I'm glad you shouted them out, George and Michelle. What'd you say, was? Renee? Renee, Renee, George and, and Renee. Thank you. On listeners. separate things are like shouting out the pods. So, oh my uh, gosh, they are showing the, the folks. Word. They're showing folks how to do it right there. That's what you do. You find someone else who knows about Cuckoo Kangaroo, and then you, instead of saying, "Hello, have you heard the new single?" You say, "Do you know they have a podcast?" And then they'll say, "Ugh." podcast Ugh, and then another podcast all right let's rock into the mailbag let's do all it all right it's that time let's jump in to the cuckoo mailbag this week we are we are uh you know we're just t- we're taking your questions we got a big heavy bag of mail and um my goodness there are some good questions in here uh we appreciate everybody sending in their voicemails um, to the Cuckoo voicemail. It's full, and uh, we're going to answer as many questions as we can here today. Should we get in the first one, Brian? Let's do it. Hi, my name is Annabelle, and I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And um, my question for you guys is, how long have you been writing and singing songs? Okay, bye. There we go. Annabelle. We got, Annabelle's we got, back. What's up, Annabelle? Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, home of Mr. Small's Theater. Oh, my gosh. Yes, it is. And uh, Annabelle did a pretty good job with the long bye. She could have committed a little bit more to it, but uh, pretty good. Pretty good <laughs> long bye. You know, just a casual long bye right there. Annabelle, you've Annabelle. done longer on other calls. I've heard yeah, it. Yeah, she's know over how good it. You are. She's over Episode 11, she's already over it. She's called in like four times, and she's like, huh, okay, the bye bit, whatever. I writing can... songs good good leading question yeah so we've been singing songs forever well i've been singing songs forever choir did my first solo in a choir in like fifth grade or something like that oh joined show choir started a band in high school but we did covers mainly like we like performed first for we performed for like the show choir events like hey we're doing a pops concert and we like would play in between Basically, or like we did a spaghetti oh, cool. dinner and stuff like that. And then we started playing like, hey, we learned like seven songs or something like that. And then we played my graduation party, my buddy's graduation party. We just like put the mic into the amp and like you just kind of play loud and the drums kind of play quiet. And uh, but uh, that's when I started singing. I never, I never thought I was going to like do hip hop or something like that. Neil, when did you first start singing? I mean, I've I've never sang before. Still, still am um, still working up the gumption to start singing. Really, you know. I'm, Come on, I'm, you're getting pretty darn good, Neil. One of these days, I'll uh, unleash the pipes. No, I, I, uh, yeah, but I was never, I was never a vocalist, really, um, as most people in my life know. I was just a drummer, you know, just playing drums. But um, you know, just yeah, being being in the band Cuckoo Kangaroo really is. Uh, when I started using my vocals, <laughs> really up until that, there was no reason for me to use vocals. I mean, yeah, all my music 
career really has all just been drums, right? Like, uh, you know, I've said a bunch, but yeah, I just started started in middle school playing uh, playing drum set because I wanted to, you know, I wanted to, yeah, be in the jazz band. I wanted to be a rock band, so uh, marching band, all that stuff. So I was always just drumming, always just having sticks in my hands, never using the old voice. And um, yeah, that just continued through high school and then uh, getting into college, you know, we, I was in the jazz band and then we started a rock band together, but still, you know, no vocals for me. Um, that's okay. You know, so um, it's always, and then when we started Cuckoo, it was more just like rapping and yelling and stuff. But yeah, we're doing a little bit more singing these days every, every now and then, you know, I can, I can do something, a little something, something, but do you um, believe me when I say you're getting better at singing? I, I do actually. I, I won't front. You know, I feel like I have come a long way since. I feel like when I realized I couldn't sing was in college. Actually, like uh, I was in like a I forget what it was actually called. It wasn't called sight singing, but that was like part of it. I think it was like a theory class or it was like a some yeah, beginner Kirk or thing. something. And and it was literally like here's the notes. We all had like a piano and I couldn't like sing the notes as I was playing them like up a scale. And I was just like going the wrong way and stuff. I couldn't even, you know, know how to use my voice in that kind of way. But I've gotten better thanks to your help and stuff like that. And thanks to just doing it and just like being bad for a while. So, but I've never really, you know, writing a song is different too. I mean, I write lyrics, you know, it's, it's kind of complicated, but I was wondering two things about you, Brian. When when did you realize you were a good vocalist? Because you've been in like top choirs and all that stuff. You're a good bass baritone vocalist. When did someone like say to you like, "Oh, you're a good vocalist. You're gonna keep this going." And then two, when when was the first time you wrote like your first original song? Like sat down on the guitar and wrote it. I don't think anybody has ever said you're like a good vocalist. I think. If you're in a choir, people say you can blend really well, right? So you Ah, don't really have like a distinct voice, right? And a lot of choir people sometimes don't like that distinct voice because they want like a blended sound. Mm -hmm. And um, because like when we're in our band, like Book Reader, like I tried to be like more like raspy, bluesy. But like when we're like when we're doing Cuckoo, I basically like I like don't go falsetto, but I like amp it up an octave to try to be like a pop punk singer. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh man, I I feel like okay. Um, did you write original Aaron- songs before college and stuff though? Like in high school, did you write them? Well, rolling in the minivan was like kicking around in high school as like a joke song. Wow. Um, as like just like a chorus. I don't know. We were like joke songs we did, but we never like wrote songs until like we started writing songs. Like we started writing that first like book reader EP. Like that all kind of happened freshman year of college. Like I uh, really, I, I, I would have thought you would have wrote other songs in high school and stuff. No, nothing, nothing. No, That's no crazy. originals, no originals. Almost it was like really like discovery. I was so late to the game. So when pe- when kids are like, "Hey, I'm 12. I wrote this like record." I I don't I almost cannot even like comprehend it because my development came so much later. Yeah. So it's helpful when you have other people. Like when you have four other people in the band to help. That that goes a long way, I guess. But our writing really took off when we started, like, tag-teaming together, right? Yeah. So, like, we really work well. Like, we can write separate with ideas, but it's better if we come with a batch, a big old bag of ideas, and we throw them together, and then we put them together together. You know what I mean? So Totally. Yeah, All right. There you go. Well, writing and singing. We started a long time ago, but uh, we're still trying to do it today. So, thanks for your question, Annabelle. Appreciate Annabelle, it. Annabelle, if you're going to start it, start now. Don't wait. Boom. Hey guys, it's longtime friend BJ calling once again from Dallas, Texas. Here's my mailbag question. It's a pretty simple one. What would you say is the most unique gift that you received from a Cuckoo Kangaroo fan? It could be a creative gift, it could be an unusual gift, or it could be both. 
all that you got decided, which is considered to be a unique gift to you. All right, see you then. BJ, longtime caller, longtime pal, BJ. If you're a listener of this episode of this podcast, you know about BJ. Um, good one there. Um, okay, uh, best gift received on the road from a fan. Hit I it mean, now. What you got? Well, I mean, the big one obviously is is not really a fan gift, but uh, our buddy Frank Turner gifted us wireless microphones while we were touring with him. Um, you know, a few years back, you know, that was had, pretty heartfelt. That was pretty incredible. We were using our fifty uh, foot XLR cables, and we ventured into the crowd to do a big shake your foot circle every night, and things were getting to be a mess. So we were daisy chaining some... two together. Yeah, like yeah. Foot. The venues were too big, so we had to get <laughs> get longer cables. But yeah, so um, you know, that's great. And I guess you know, Frank is a technically a cuckoo kangaroo fan, but that's not what BJ meant. He meant like someone who come buys a ticket to the show and then also brings a gift. Um, we've gotten a number of wonderful gifts. Usually they're um, uh, gift card based. Uh, Panera gift cards are very good gifts. Not really that unique, um, but that's typically what we get. We love that. We don't want to, uh, you know, downplay that at all. We love a Panera gift card. Uh, hey, but man. we did. I do remember. No, we shout out Wendy a lot. Wendy, Wendy for uh, calling in. But Wendy did give us our first ever band. Panera gift card. I remember wow. that it wasn't. We had not made the record. It was right. She had. She saw us that almost the tour before. I think goofing like we would just riff. The reason Panera thing came about is we just riff on stage about like yeah. what's like one of the most boring restaurants that you'd think this band that talks about eating pizza all the time and unicorns like not eating unicorns, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, and and the next tour around, Wendy gave us that Panera gift card. Just like you know, she's. She's humble to the humble max. Like she just gave it to us. She's like, get out of here or something like that. And um and that I don't know, that that almost probably inspired the gift card song on the Panera record, basically. And yeah. then we got more later, but Wendy did it. That was special. That was special because she like actually listened, whereas people are just like, Why aren't you playing Popsico? And she was like, Oh, I like your banter. So I don't know. That was cool. Yeah, and, she was she was listening in between the songs. The most unique thing I think we talked about on the unique gifts pod, but was the we found out after the after the podcast, like it was a UK person that sewed us the the kangaroo with the unicorn horn, the unaroo oh, with the pizza yeah. rainbow thing coming out. That that is cool. Yeah, I was that's legit. That's I cool. wasn't thinking about anything specific, but my favorite gifts are like yeah, like little handmade things, or um, just uh, in 2019 when we did Lost Evenings in Boston, someone made like little Brian and Neil like action figures. Oh, with, I forgot about with, those. those. With were like awesome. the backing card and like the bubble where like the little um, toy goes and everything, like with the packaging, like custom packaging, all handmade, like. Stuff like that, even if it's not like us or whatever, is so cool. I love when people knit something or paint something or sculpt a thing or whatever. So that's what I appreciate the most. Or people that like do photo, like do like um, paint or draw pictures and all that stuff. So that's what I really like the most. I can't really think of anything like big and physical people have gotten us. You know, I got no one more extra thing that I thought yeah, of. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Okay. Because for us, things are getting a little faster and moving faster but for us like we'll put out a record we'll drop a record and it's not like it like explodes like people still want to like people don't really like talk about it for a while it takes a while everything's kind of slow moving but i remember we were playing mankato what what, what was that all ages space that was above the bar uh the what's up lounge what's up lounge that was so cool we're playing the what's up lounge with the golden bubbles and there were two college kids that came and critters came out like the week before so we we're trying to rep critters 
and they gave us friendship bracelets that they made that said Angry Rhino, and they're like, that's our favorite song. <laughs> that's the only time I've ever heard since, since today. I was like, wow, you listened to the record like when it came out. And, uh, and that's the only time I've ever heard anybody mention that angry rhino even exists right so. yeah yeah one of the one of the deep cuts off there so we take things it. to heart people we take it to heart <laughs> thanks for the call bj next caller hey brian neil it's uh it's connor from duluth again my quick question is what is your favorite star wars movie and what is your least favorite star wars movie thanks oh boy connor this does he want this podcast to be 12 hours oh i mean uh, yeah we, we we this is a whole other show like this is this is this is and will be um, an upcoming episode of Banter Buddies where it's all about Star Wars the entire time. But you know, I think we can give our base level thoughts. Yeah, Neil, here. no thinking, no thinking, no even, um, no explanation behind it. Just say favorite movie blank, least movie blank, boom, just go. What do you got? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna keep it simple. I'm gonna keep it, you know, I'm gonna keep it uh, basic here. But I still think Empire Strikes Back is the one. Uh, uh, you know, I haven't seen all of these super recently, but Empire, I did get to see. Uh, it was probably like two years ago, three years ago now. Um, the a local movie theater was uh, was showing. We're showing him Empire Strikes Neil, Back. Neil, this like, is not in the, the you got to talk later. Say the favorite, not favorite. Okay, favorite. I'm just saying I saw it again recently, and it's so, so good on the big screen. So Empire Strikes Back, favorite. Least favorite. Oh, it's been so long since I've seen the prequels, but I'll say, yeah, Attack of the Clones, the middle one. Um, that is my least favorite. What about you? Favorite? I want to say Empire. But I feel like it just doesn't have rewatchability for me, so I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Jedi. Nice, Return I of love the Jedi. Jedi. Return of the I Jedi. love Return of the Jedi. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say atypical least favorite. I know it's definitely not yours, but I'm gonna say. Um, oh my gosh, I can't even think of the name of it right now. A What's the first of the most recent three? Force Awakens. Force Awakens. This is your least I, favorite. Hot it's take. My, it's my least favorite. It Okay, sorry. I said it. Boom. Favorite. It's all right. Favorite, least favorite. I do actually really like Rogue One. I really oh, like yeah. Rogue One. We saw that in a hotel sort there. of recently, and we're like, this movie's dope. Yeah. Okay, now you can explain. Explain. Okay. Ah, yeah, no, it's all good. I think, uh, yeah, I, I went I went simple with it. I feel like most people agree with the things I'm saying, right? Empire is kind of regarded as the best of the original trilogy and, uh, and uh, you know, the, the prequel trilogy. You know, it's maligned, but people are coming around to it as you do, right? As the kids grow up, the kids that grew up, you know, as the kids that were like little in the late 90s, early 2000s, they're like, no, these are good. I like these. So there's a new, uh, there's a new wave of people of appreciation for the prequels and again i have not seen them since maybe they came out in like 2002 so attack of the clones though, i think is considered the worst and it's just it's the most like uh oh it's like senate meetings and <laughs> really really slow boring bits like that is so, that one the one where yoda does flips i'm not sure if that it's that one or revenge of the sith but yeah there's cgi yoda with the lightsaber so uh, i don't know those those rub me the wrong way so 
that's all I got. But yeah, I like Jedi a lot too. That was definitely my favorite as a kid. Green lightsaber Luke, give me all that. That's why I was stoked. Well, it, I shouldn't say it. Some people might have not seen uh, the, the recent series that uh, might involve Luke Skywalker. But uh, yes, love Jedi yeah, as well. Don't do that, Neil. I Come won't. On. It's been six months, but okay, okay, okay. Okay, um, okay. My only hot take on Force Awakens is I understand why they did it, right? They were bringing something back online, right? But if mm-hmm. you're doing something, if you're doing everything else for the fans, I'm doing huge air quotes right there, yeah. why are you retreading A New Hope? That's what I have to say. I basically, I just paid money to watch a remake of a first movie. That's all, that's what I, I was like. <laughs> I remember leaving, I yeah. remember you watched that movie like four times in the theater and I was just full of disdain and disgust being like this is where we're headed this this yeah the star wars movies and that's why this could be a whole episode is like they're so they've been around for so long star wars and 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 everybody just has so many emotions and feelings wrapped up with them and the time off in between the films and stuff does a lot to people and stuff so it's uh it's obviously a very complicated subject, but uh we yeah, will you can get light it. up the Instagram DMs in our email. You just <laughs> holler. You holler. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I appreciate Connor lighting the fuse though. We will uh we'll get back to that in a later a later uh a later episode of this podcast. All right. Keep calling, Thanks. Connor. Don't worry, keep calling. Let's go. All right, next call. Hi, this is Evelyn and her mom from uh Rossville, Georgia. Hi. She said, hi, Brian and Neil, Cuckoo Kangaroo Music. But she wants to know, is Brian the orca in The Masked Singer this season? Mm-hmm. She thinks you're everyone on the show, though. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All Evelyn right. and Mom. All right, Mom. Mom, what's up, Mom? You can have a name, Mom. Unless yeah, your name is mom, mom. Moms have names, too. Evelyn, what's up? Uh, this is Brian talking to you right now. Um, I feel like uh, if I was on The Masked Singer, I can't reveal that to you. Oh my gosh, yeah. I have a contract going on. Yeah, you've but, signed an NDA here, Brian. You got to be careful. Uh, the suits are listening. And, um, you know, if you want to get paid for your, um, <laughs> you know, um, for your, you know, hypothetical appearance on a show like this, uh, you better be careful with your words right here. I have not. Um, I am not the orca. Try again. I might be somebody else. I have not watched the full show, The Mass Singer. Um, I did have some chuckles. I did love that uh, T Pain had like a fantastic uh, world tour after his time on uh, Mass Singer, and I really liked. Uh, I, I, people give JoJo Siwa a bad rap, but she's uh she's got a real thing going on and uh she did a great job on that too so uh maybe someday we'll be on the mass singer what do you think neil yeah I, I would love to i would love to reach that level where we get asked to do things like that um you know i'm, I'm looking at photos of the orca here you know brian and i we're, we're both big mascot fans in general so does the orca look cool the orca looks cool i mean it's very off-putting to see an orca with legs um, you know, an upright orca, if you will. It's kind of a that's kind of a tough, you know, it's biped. Like the, it's like biped an orca on the end of an Eric Carl book or something like that, you know. I, yeah, I mean I can only assume. Yes, that's what that is. But um yeah, it's it's kind of freaky to look at, but it looks like a quality quality uh costume here. So we welcome the ability to be on the mass singer and um as we mentioned, you know, maybe I could rap a little bit or I could sing along with Brian, but I think you would do very well in this show, Brian. And I think uh 
I think our callers uh, understand that you would bring a lot to this uh, this production. So I'd go someday. hard. I'd go hard. Yeah. I, I would if I was on the Mass Singer. Though, I'd want to be a giant like uh, porcupine. Like we're talking huge, like bigger than anything else. And you couldn't see my feet. I'd like move it around. I could have wheels. I like that. What about what about you, Neil? What, what animal would you want to be or creature? Um, is that all that, that the the costumes are in that show, or could you be like a building or something? You know, that could like, be cool. The, no, I think I think it's getting long enough in the series where you could stretch. You know, stretch. Yeah, I think I'm a pretty tall person. I think it'd be fun to be like a really super tall like skyscraper mascot costume. You know, where <laughs> yeah, that'd be like fun. my that'd eyes be are at the normal height, but then I, there's like another six feet of like building above the on top of my head. Yeah, know? like you are. You are the Eiffel Tower. That'd be that'd yes. be the premiere with us. Yes, yeah, uh, can, something like that'd be fun. Can we do uh, Can we do some Orca facts really quick? Um, please, please. I know you know your uh, you know your stuff. What where, where are we getting this? We're getting okay. this from that Netflix uh, show, or no? We just went to we just went to the library and got a new book about sharks, and uh, they're talking about size of sharks, and then they're talking about like predators, and they call them like an apex predator, where like they don't have or they just have very few predators that hunt them so the great white is mm. great white is like an apex predator great white shark but the predator of a great white shark is an orca whale an orca whale will come underneath a great white shark flip it on its back on the orca whale's nose and then hold it above water until it just suffocates how Jeez. baller is that why is there jaws which is the scary thing but free willy is your friend oh my goodness <laughs> like why aren't we what is wrong with this? Orca whales are the legit hunters. That's the thing about the orca whales and the and the great whites. The white, the you know, the juxtaposition here is that you know it's it's all about the looks, right? The orca whale looks so innocent, you know, with the so big sleek. black spots and yeah, just kind of looking friendly. You can't really see it. You can't really see the eyes so much because of the black spots. Whereas like the great white shark is like got these little beady eyes and these teeth, these razor sharp teeth that are always out, and it's got like scars all over his body. It just looks terrifying, but really the orca whale is is the like you said the apex predator here. So uh, that's interesting how that goes. Now, do you think that's how you actually feel about those animals, or is that what your that's what media? Now, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just said the term. This, do you think that's what movies have kind of trained you? Yeah, of course. Be we've been culturally, we've been culturally, uh, you right. know, uh, pushed in these directions with Jaws and Free Willy and. And uh, yeah, but I think it's just about looking too. You just look at either one of those, and it's like one of these is is one of these is going to kill the other one. Which one is it? And you'd be like, oh, the, the scary looking one with the pointy teeth, right? And it's like, nope, the big, gentle, smooth looking one. He's gonna he's Orcas, gonna destroy this the, thing. The wolves of the sea. They hunt That's in packs. Right. Neil, we could go forever. Let's keep rolling. Let's keep rolling. Next caller. Hey guys, Travis again from Riverside, California. Little Riverside trivia for you. Uh, hometown of the Aquabats. Back in the day with their original drummer, Travis Barker, a little trivia for you. Uh, mailbag questions for you guys. I decided to go a little more personal, a little more in-depth, so I wanted to hit both you guys with a couple of questions. First, uh, Neil, I noticed you have that In Reverie tattoo. I was wondering, what is your favorite Saves the Day album of all time? For me, if I'm going nostalgic, it's got to be through being cool, but as far as just pure majesticness, if that's a word, it's got to be stay what you are with uh, – Evan Diamico slapping the bass there. Uh, second question for you, Neil. What was your squad, obviously, besides the Minnesota Timberwolves, what was your squad on the original NBA Jam? For me, it's the Utah Jazz. It's got to be Stockton and Malone. Stockton hitting the three from the outside, and Malone bringing it to the house. 
Brian, questions for you. What is your house in Harry Potter? Have you taken the Wizarding World quiz? And second, what is your favorite Harry Potter book? Um, to me, it's got to be Chamber of Secrets. The movie, not nearly as good as the book. The book's got way more Dobby, way more Nicholas de Minzy Porpington. Gotta love it. And last thing for both of you guys, um, I'm on a merch search in local bowling league and in um, Milkshake. There's a guy in your video who has a cuckoo kangaroo black and yellow palm beanie. I need that beanie in my life. How can I get it? How can we facilitate that? Also, last one real quick. I know I'm long-winded. Uh, what's the name of the bowling league in local, uh, the name of the bowling alley in local bowling league? That place looks awesome. All right, guys. Have a great day. Bye. Oh, wow, wow, yes. wow. Wow. We can always count on Travis to bring the goods. And, uh, once again, he is, uh, wow. He's just, this is, you know, we, we, we recently did a podcast where we spoke to the person who was interviewing us about, uh, Nardwar, the human serviette. And, um, I feel like Travis is kind of in that vein where he's like get, he's getting into things about us that we don't normally get asked and people don't really dig that deeply. So appreciate Travis really going deep here. Travis, you need your own pod. That's what you need. <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, let's rapid fire go through these. We've got questions for each of us here. So Neil, yeah, you take them. Take them. Lo- love the blink stuff. Love Aquabats. Riverside in the house. We like to hear that. Uh, saves the day. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I have an in Reverie tattoo. That's the name of uh, Saves the Day's uh, one of their albums. I believe it came out in two thousand two or two thousand three. And yes, most Saves the Day fans uh, will agree that through being cool or uh, stay what you are are um, the two best uh, Saves the Day records. They're uh, second and third albums, and so it's kind of uh, pick your pick your preference there. So I got to go. Stay what you are. Um, uh, both very good albums, but Stay What You Are was really the one that hooked me the most and really um, kind of introduced me to the different kind of sound of music, the uh, quote unquote emo uh, genre, as it was, where you know it's these bands evolving from being in punk bands to kind of having a little bit more introspective and and uh uh you know kind of a not really like a softer sound but a little bit more melodic and saves the day really led that because they really came from being you know a really really you know fast punk band that played like 90 second songs and stuff like that to kind of uh you know being a little bit more uh you know open about feelings and and kind of really singing it and writing sad songs too so um i'll go stay what you are for that just just hits me every single time so i love that that's so funny you said the name of the bass player though that is a deep dive saying isn't uh, <laughs> his name is eben uh and he is such a good bass player not in the band anymore and then for uh wait neil can i say i want to say uh saves the day mm-hmm, i want to mm-hmm. thank you for your saves the day love so much uh, because yes. i do love saves the day i've been getting into more of their more recent stuff than the early stuff that i know you uh-huh. love yeah but because of saves the day you turned me on to the band say anything which oh. i just i just love i believe that's max is that max lead yeah singer? max bemis yeah just because max is just so like visceral in his singing mm. almost like musical theater like punk if i could like yes. describe it in the most endearing way possible and i really fell in love with with say anything and then combined they went on tour together um, and uh, and we we drove. Where did we drive down to Kansas City or to Can- Omaha? Lo- Lawrence, Kansas. It was Lawrence, Lawrence Kansas. Yeah, yeah. we the took Granada. the drive together. It was fun. We got a little Motel Six and uh, or something like that or whatever. That was so eight. fun. 
Yeah, it was the 10 year anniversary of uh, Is a Real Boy and the 15th anniversary or 20th anniversary of uh, Through Being Cool. So that was really fun to be a part of that and to drive down there and see them. Um, but yes, check out. Thank those you bands. for that, Neil. Thank you. You're very welcome. And then uh, NBA Jam. Um, you know, I think at the time in the original one, I was such a Bulls fan too early on because I kind of grew up in Illinois before I moved to um, to Minnesota. And hey, at the time in the '90s, you didn't even have to be from the Midwest to be into the Bulls. The whole world was into the Bulls because of Michael Jordan. So I played as the Bulls, even though Jordan is not in the game. He was the only NBA player that had like his own stuff going on, and he was not didn't have to be in these games. So you could be Scottie Pippen and Horace Grant or Scotty Pippen and B.J. Armstrong. I really liked being B.J. Armstrong because he was like the tiniest player in the game. And then the other person could be the big, probably be Scotty or, or Horace. So that would be the Bulls as, uh, as my other team. Not very fun, but uh, that, that was the era, and that was, uh, that was my age there. So those, uh, those were the ones. All right, Brian, your turn. we got Harry Potter. we got Harry oh, Potter. We're going, uh, yes, I have taken the Pottermore quiz. Uh, my sister-in-law, Sophie, uh, one of the first, I think the first time we ever met her, right? We like spent a weekend with her. Oh yeah. The first time we ever met her, she made everybody take the Pottermore quiz, which, uh, uh what a great opening stance. You know what I mean? She's like, right. Hey, what's up? This is who I am. Everybody. I know you just met me, but like, I need to find out what house you're <laughs> all at, you know? Right. This is how we're going to relate. It was incredible. It was incredible. And uh, I've been obsessed with Pottermore stuff kind of ever since, even though being on the Harry and the Potters tour and reading all the books and seeing all the movies and stuff like that. Um, but um, unfortunately, this I'm saying unfortunately because I wanted to be Ravenclaw, but I'm a Gryffindor. I, I just, uh, it just seemed a little, being a Gryffindor seemed a little too on the nose for me. It's what everybody mm. is and kind of wants to be. And um, sometimes they seem a little too do-gooder which I am, and I didn't want to be that. But I am. I'm a Gryffindor. Uh, my wife is a Slytherin, proud Slytherin. I know that one of my sons is definitely going to be a Gryffindor too, and the the seven-month-old baby we know is going to be a Slytherin, no doubt. No doubt. Wow. So uh, I, you just can feel it. You can feel it. So, I'm glad uh, you've embraced, Neil, I'm glad you embraced like, your Gryffindor. I feel like you're going to be – you're a Ravenclaw, Neil. I'll take we it should, sometime and report back. We should take. I don't even. I don't know what your Patronus would be. <laughs> your Patronus you don't get would to be pick like that. They tell you. They tell you what it is, or you get to pick that. I think you. I think it's maybe it's a separate one, or it's in the Pottermore. It's been a while. I got but it. Like okay, it's cool. like, hey, you're a deer, or hey, you're right, a whatever. Right, right. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. like yours might be a blue healer. So I don't oh, know I'd like that a lot. Obviously. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, and for books, I like book three. I think that's the prisoner one, Azkaban. The book is just great. The movie was great too. It brought in Sirius Black, who like started. No, nah, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say there's kids listening to this. I, it's it's uh, <laughs> Harry Potter's worth everything. So take your time with it. No spoilers. All right, what else we got here? What else we got here from Travis, the man? We got to bring back the hat. We got to bring back the palm hat, you know? It's uh, it's in the video, so we got to bring that back. Uh, Always think about Kenny. Okay, yeah, Kenny. All right, so Kenny's in both those videos. Kenny Abdo uh, directs a ton of our videos, and he we force him to be in them a lot of times. A lot of the people are just in our videos are just, like, around, and we're just like, you have to be in this video, so... Palm hat. Neil, didn't we just talk about this like last week? This is serendipitous. Yeah, I talked about the palm hat. I might have to bring it back. Now we know that we have uh, you know, at least one one purchase, you know, that will that will happen there. So, you know, I, I think uh I think that's enough, right? That's all we need. We really just need one to say that they'd buy it and and uh that's that's why we're gonna we'll try to make them again. Let's do that. All right, we'll reorder them. 
And then what, and, what's the uh, name of that bowling back. alley? Do you remember the name of that bowling alley? Yeah, so that uh, that's in St. Paul, Minnesota. It's under. It's called Ramham, I believe, is the name of the bowling alley. It's oh, yeah, all, I have it here. It's Ran, a, R-A-N-H-A-M. Ran, yeah, Ranham. Did I say Ram? I said Ram. Uh, just, to, just to clarify, just so people, if you wanted to search it, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's underneath uh, the Nook, which makes uh, one of Minnesota's... Um, you could call them a Juicy Lucy. They call it the Nookie Burger. It's like uh, cheese inside of the burger. But they have all kinds of things going on. And I think there were two separate entities. And then the Nook bought that bowling alley. It's underneath it. And then there was a fire. And then they kind of restored and remodeled some of it. But it's so fun. It's so fun. It's just paper paper scoring. You know, it's great. Old Thanks school. for Karen, Neil, what? Why is it so weird that these people keep talking about this song and video that no one has mentioned for five years? I'm glad Travis is in. We'll have to bowl together someday in Riverside. All right, party um, on! Thanks, Travis. Hi, Neil and Brian. This is Michelle again. However, this time I'm calling from my kindergarten classroom at Spring Hills Elementary School in Roselle, Illinois. Can you guys say hi to Neil and Brian? And we voted on our question we wanted to ask you, and this is what we want to know. That's right, guys. We want to know what's your favorite food. We listen to Cuckoo Kangaroo every day as our brain breaks because you are the best. But when we don't listen to Cuckoo Kangaroo, we listen to my other favorite band. Can you guys remind Neil and Brian who my favorite band is? Thanks, guys. We love you and the podcast. All right, yeah, Michelle. Michelle in class. What's the up? Whole, the whole class in the house. That's a that's a podcast first for us, everybody. Having uh, an entire class call in. Uh, what did they the say? Thing. What was her other favorite band? I think it's In Sync. Did I hear In Sync? I mean, when back. Michelle called in last time, didn't she? Didn't Michelle talk about like In Sync and and BSB? I think it just like the, how quickly it is. I think it's, it's In Sync. Yeah, In Sync. Yeah. There we go. So yeah, Michelle, thank you and the whole class. That's cool. Hey, that's the thing. We say, hey, call into our podcast. You can do it during work hours, you guys. Yeah. Okay. You just do it. Who cares? You Get know, your just boss take, on the line. take 60 seconds. It's all good. Man, thanks for uh the teachers out there. They're just rocking it. They're yeah. they're doing they're doing everything. They've been grinding hard and uh, they play our videos too on top of that. That's that's cool. Michelle, this is awesome. All right, let's get into food. This class wants to know our favorite food. Don't mess around, Neil. Favorite oh, food. Man. Hit it. What so many got? so many great foods out there. Um, it's hard to narrow it down to just one, um, you know, but uh, I love breakfast, and uh, so I got to keep it in the breakfast world, and my favorite breakfast item, you know, if I could have anything, I got to say it's French toast. Um, it, I just, I just really love it. I love, uh, I, it takes, it takes, uh, takes the championship belt over waffles, over pancakes. Um, so that is, uh, I love a sweet breakfast and man, just a, a really, you know, perfectly made French toast with, uh, you know, maybe some, you know, on, on a really, really thick, thick bread, you know, some Texas toast right there, something really, some brioche maybe, um, you know, maybe some bananas on there, wow. maybe some nuts you know, or something is, like that. Yeah. Ooh, there's nothing better for me. So listen, I like lots of different kinds of foods. It could have gone a number of different ways, but if I only had to pick one, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big sucker for breakfast and, uh, 
French toast is the one for me. So that's what I'll say for the purposes of this question, Brian. What you got? What Neil, you I will. I will. Uh, can I talk about? I got to talk about your answer for a second oh, please, because please. I will attest that not many people on the breakfast menu hit up French toast, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I know that with ordering with you, right? I'm always going. I'm always going eggs. I'm always going for hash browns. Yes. I'm always going for pancakes, maybe sometimes a waffle, prop, but you will go to the French toast. You love the bananas. Oh. I can attest it's sometimes an odd choice, but you're always hitting these odd choices, you know, within the order and stuff like that. So Yeah, yeah. That's, I love it. That's generally the move. Remember Gotta when we were going to do the breakfast blog, like pre-social yeah. media? What was We bought the domain for we it. We bought was the it domain. It was going to be called the Breakfast Booyah. Breakfast Booyah, that's right, that's right. I was trying. Still I a really boogie, good name. I thought Breakfast Boogie. Still a great name. I've, I kind of feel bad saying it on the mic now. Um, maybe I'll Why? beep it out, but I just I feel like someone's going to take it. You know, someone's going to make make their own Breakfast Booyah. But hey, I guess we're not doing it. So uh, I know have it. we were in like every si- we were touring so much, right? We, we were, were going to review time. food. We were eating a new. We were making sure purposefully we didn't sleep in, and we were eating breakfast. At a new tiny little local spot everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And uh, and so we're like, why are we not rating all these places? I don't think yeah. we could figure out our rating system. Was that what right. it was? Yeah, it was just yeah, it was just like hard to keep up with, and yeah, we never really started it. So maybe someday it was like we'll do stacks that. of pancakes. We were going to give it like oh, one yeah. to ten yes. stacks of pancakes. That's right. Yep, stack. That is a good rating system, I think, rather than like spoons or whatever. All right, I'm going to answer What's this question. Fave? Michelle's Michelle and Michelle's class shout out. You guys are adorable, and you're awesome. If you don't want to be called adorable, you're just awesome. Um, but if there, if we're not thinking about any repercussions, we're not thinking about, you know, hey, we got to think about our healthy track or like the rest of the week. I'm gonna eat a pizza. I'm gonna. I'd like Woo! original crust. I'd like just cheese. Maybe some banana peppers. Maybe some. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take real cheese this time. If I don't have to worry about, you know, itchy head or whatever, you know, and um, I'm probably going to do like some like fake pepperonis on there. But I but I'm not asking for a slice of pizza. I am asking for the pizza. I'm going to eat it all. I will be uncomfortable afterwards, but that is what is going to make me happy. So this is Brian's pie. Stay away. I, to be honest, I want to eat it alone. I don't want anybody else around. I don't want to talk to anybody while I eat it. I probably am going to watch a movie. By myself and eat an entire pizza solo. That's it. Wow. I might actually save two pieces to eat cold in the morning for breakfast. I do not want to heat up that pizza. I want it cold. Hot and, w- and then cold. That's 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 preferable. I hope some people can identify with them and it helps people be themselves. So I can't go any further, Brian, without stopping you and asking about itchy head. What does eating pizza have to do with itchy head? Okay, you know how I've been talking about how I haven't uh so I did the whole 30 like three years ago, right? Because I was like having heart. This might be TMI, but I'm going to give it anyways, okay? This I was getting heartburn. I was getting kind of, I don't know, I was just feeling uncomfortable. I was just eating so much dairy all the time. I've just eaten, I've just like consumed mainly dairy my whole life. I did the whole 30. That's where you like just eat non-inflammatory things and then you bring them back. It's like a discovery thing, right? Yeah. So when I brought back in dairy, when I ate cheese, I get... Like you get itchy, you get scratchy, like you get, uh, I don't know how to describe it. People are going to say it's gross, but I don't care. I'm gross. But um, wow, my All skin right. kind of gets like a little rashy, a little peely. I get little blotches when I when I eat like really like precise condensed dairy, you know? 
Good so, to know. I'll try not to feed it to you. I won't, so that's I won't why serve I, you that. uh, I just ebb away a little bit, you know. But when it's important, you know, what I mean, it's your birthday, and you just you want it, then you're gonna go for it, you know. So that's what I got. That's all what right. I got. Very nice. Um, no more dairy. Stay away from that. Um, all right. We have a couple more calls here. Let's uh, let's race through these last ones here. We got four to go. Here's uh, next caller. Hey, guys. This is Lucas from the Touch in New Jersey. Just wanted to give you a quick shout out. My family and I were turned on to you guys when our kids started going to uh, kindergarten to school. Um, shout out for the uh, the videos you guys did for us. A couple of shout outs there for their uh, birthday and for graduation for Cameron and Savannah. So I greatly appreciate it. Definitely worth the uh, the uh, definitely worth the value, uh, if you will. Um, I did have a quick question, and I think this is a question that a lot of teachers had wondered: Is uh, you guys originally started through a lot of your videos and stuff were posted through a company called Go Noodle, and about I'd say about six months ago or so, maybe even less, um, you know, you guys kind of stopped being posted on there. I was just wondering if there's a, a reason for it, um, if it was some kind of legal matter i don't know if it could be discussed or not but i figured i'd give it a shot just uh teachers wanted to know uh hope you guys are well and stay safe and hopefully we'll get to see you guys uh once everything clears up take care lucas what's up new jersey oh, yeah. neil you left this one in here are we doing this we're doing it that's the thing you we don't we don't really talk about this too much but uh we had to do it for the mailbag for the listeners of uh banter buddies our uh nearest and dearest friends no one's really listening to this just you guys just a small little club in here so you know i feel like we can uh we can talk about it a little bit brian it's all it's all good we've danced around this in the first part mainly because we know people like that site and i didn't we didn't think that they would actually care about our response and then the second then after a while just got to be the point where people were asking it just was like we're just moving on you know what i mean we didn't really want to so uh when was it when um the noodle started uh go noodle started um yeah 2015 2014 something like that so yeah yeah we had been a band um we had been a band for a while and uh we already had some dance along videos on the internet and um, they were kind of using them through their YouTube feature. Some teachers told us about this site, and uh, we we're always up for a a new a new challenge, a new partnership. We're always just like we're open for stuff. That's how we roll. That's how we like move the needle forward. So um, made some uh, made some videos for them that they uh, that they put on their site. Boom. They took off. So we put on some of our stuff that we had made before, like Dino Stomp, Awesome Rainbows, then made some stuff, and they put them on, and uh, the teacher game went off. So um, Go Noodle uh, took off. We made another batch for them. So I think we only made two batches of videos, right, Neil? Yeah, I believe that's right. Two big old batches. You know, we uh, we were partnering. We were a young – we were both – young people not young people we were both small small, small organizations yeah so we did them on the cheap um they took off then as they grew um they uh they put them places that they shouldn't have been they just need to stay on on go noodle that's it they put them some other places we asked for them to stop they didn't want to do those things because they were growing. They wanted to put them in the other places. We thought yeah, when you say get... put things in other places, they were putting our videos on other platforms. Yeah, on YouTube and stuff, and monetizing on them. And we were staying the straight and narrow. And um, it feels like weird to say because we haven't actually told told anybody this for like so long. And we thought it was going to all get straightened out in the negotiations for like a next contract. Um, 
And and that said, we're the only group that they've ever worked with that they didn't make. Like so, we made our own stuff. Yeah, we were always very much an anomaly on their site because they like, for the most part, create all the other videos and content that are on their site. You know, they've done some promotions with other movies and things like that. So, um, you know, and Kids Bop and stuff like that. But, you know, we were this like very different type of thing. We're like our own band, you know, that's on there. So and again, that speaks to we came to them or we joined forces with them like when we were both like kind of really early on in our careers. So. That's just how it went, and just like as time went on, uh, you know, it just was that was kind of awkward because everything else they did was like this, the, this different kind of way, and then like we were our own business on the side, so it's kind of a weird fit uh, in in a number of ways. Yeah, people just thought we were that, you know. People just thought we were one of the people that they make. So, anyways, fast forward, some things blew up, some things. Uh, got a little heated and we just uh stepped away so if you actually were watching we haven't put anything new on there for like four years three years i don't know how long it's been um we've kind of neil and i have and our families have kind of just tried to push this off in a corner and move forward we started just making our own stuff and put them on our own youtube channel and then uh when our when our paper written agreement came uh was coming to a close we asked to please be removed um, there was some more dancing around that stuff that happened. Um, and, uh, but finally our stuff got taken off. So, uh, yeah, um, that's that people, people thought there was, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Yeah, it's, they, uh, that's a long. That's the long version of you know we just uh, you know the the relationship had run its course and we could not uh, come to an agreement on uh, on a way forward. So we went our separate ways, and uh, that's okay. You know, like they're doing their thing. Uh, we're, we're we'll always be thankful for um, you know the help that they gave us and getting to a larger number of people out there. But uh, some things, uh, most things, have to come to an end eventually, and so our time with them did. And you can find all our videos on YouTube now and uh, uh, UNICEF and stuff like that. So we still have other partners we work with and just Godin is not one of them. And uh, yeah, just, just how things go over time sometimes. So that's how it has to be. Yeah, we donated our videos to UNICEF Kid Power because a lot of teachers uh, sometimes don't have YouTube in their school. It's blocked for always, they always tell me some bonkers reason why it's blocked or something like that. We talk to teachers like every day. So um, so we put some videos up on UNICEF. If you still want that uh, gamifiedness, go check out UNICEF Kid Power. Um, go Noodle uh, made um, some covers of three of our songs, which they put up on their site, which uh, we and our publishing company have uh, asked them to take down. They uh, they will not do that. So um, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with that. I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about that. I don't really care. Please don't play those videos. <laughs> Don't talk to us about the noodle. Talk to us yeah. about Cuckoo Kangaroo. That's what we yeah, do. Yeah, it's all good. But yeah, thanks for your question. Lucas, moving on. Next one here from Serena. Hi, my name's Serena from Montana, calling to ask what your first jobs were. My family's very curious. Thanks. Bye. First jobs. You got to get paid. You get to the age and you're like, all right, I got I to gotta buy this Nintendo 64 game. I need some money. All right, let's so, keep it light, uh, Neil. I know you cut me off in the last one because I was going to go. I was going to go off the, right. off the diving board. Let's go. What you got, Neil? What are some of your first ones? I know my, some fun ones that you did. My first job, um, my first like real job with like a real paycheck was uh, teaching swim lessons um, and being a lifeguard. 
um, at the pool, at the indoor pool in Farmington, Minnesota. That was cool. That was pretty much my job all through like high school. As soon as I was old enough to like teach lessons in life in lifeguard, which is like 16, 15 years old, maybe something like that. 14, 15, um, you know, I had the job for many summers and winters, you know, teaching lessons in the morning and uh, guarding and stuff. So I was also a swimmer. So I was just in the pool at the pool all the time. And it was conveniently located two blocks from my house. So I could just walk on over there. Um, but before that, I did some like babysitting, you know, like, uh, oh, I'm going to go walk down, really? walk down the street and babysit for the neighbors. Yeah, I did. Uh, I even did like a, a Red Cross, like babysitting class. Um, at Buck Hill in uh, in in um, oh, in, Bur- in Burnsville, like I did like a two hour class. You had to like learn CPR and stuff. I mean, that's weird because yeah, that was before lifeguard, so I wouldn't have had my certification on like CPR and stuff. But yeah, you had to learn all that. You didn't have to. I mean, anybody could just babysit. But you know, I get I get booked more if I got the classes. You know, so uh, that was very short lived, and that was just like a few nights of like you know some some twenty twenty dollars like type of thing. So my first real paycheck came from the pool. That's what I'll say for my first job. What about you, Brad? Wait, you, no, you, you know, talk about Kohl's for just a second. I love. Then I worked at a department Kohl's. store called Kohl's. They're pretty much all around the USA, so you probably have been to a Kohl's. And yeah, I worked in there in high school as a second job. And uh, yeah, once I had a car, you know, I could actually drive to a neighboring suburb and work at Kohl's. Work in the department store. I worked in footwear, and uh, then I also worked on the truck team. So I'd unload trucks when they'd come in in the afternoons, and uh, yeah, just use my uh, use my muscles. To unload a truck that kind of sucked but the camaraderie there was fun it was a hard job but it was like the was goofing around with those people it was really really fun good group okay um, now what i always love about when you talk about coles you always mention it when a song comes on the radio when we're yes. driving together you'll be like cole's song because yes. coles just played like how many songs on loop 18 yeah yeah it was not many it was not many songs and yeah you would if you worked a six hour shift or something you'd be hearing certain songs three times four times some some uh, yeah, some '90s easy listening. You know the music you hear when you're in. Was a Sean store. Collins his rockabye on there? Oh, I'm sure. Oh yeah, stuff like that. We got some John <laughs> Mayer. We got some like '80s tunes. You know, we got some Hall Notes. We got some. You know, just just a good a good mix, I guess. But all very non-offensive. You know, very just like chill. You know, oh, I know this tune, but I'm actually like w- looking at these vacuum cleaners or whatever. Like, you know, background music. So yeah, yeah, totally. enjoyed my time at Kohl's for sure. But Brian, what was your first job? I know a couple of your jobs, but which one was number was first? First, first, uh, delivered paper, delivered the oh. newspaper for the Bloomington Sun Current. Did that I for a said long sharpening time. skates. Well, that was like, I think I started doing the newspaper at like 13. I don't know, right. maybe 12 or something right. like that. And then we kind of yeah. like, that kind of went all the way. I think we finally got rid of doing the paper when I was like a senior in high school or something like that. We just kind of like, kind of stayed in the family. Like my brother, my sister, kind of everybody would take it on after a while. So we did that. But yep, then, um, I walked into Westwood Sports. It was very close to my house. They mainly did um, hockey. We're in Minnesota, hockey and figure skating stuff. Um, they then branched out into lacrosse and a few other things. But um, I walked in there after my uh, 15th birthday because you could. I brought in my little, I typed up a little resume that talked about like mowing yards in the newspaper and stuff like that. And uh, had an interview and they gave me my first job. So uh, Westwood Sports, I worked there for about five years, all through high school as well. Sharpening skates, fitting skates, and uh, fitting equipment. And I just got to go back there and buy a new pair of hockey skates um, and a pair of hockey skates for my son. And uh, that was cool because my old boss was there. He was, he was, he's still, he's like running the joint now. So, but uh, it was awesome. Anyways, so uh, the gentleman who started it um, has now since passed, but his uh, son's now 
run the company, and um, I'm thankful to him and Patty for uh, giving me my shot. You know, did you I tell uh, did you tell your, uh, your 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 son that that would be his first job as well? Oh yeah, he's got to. But the Bloomington one, I think they do is like um, they do like online orders and embroidery and stuff like that. But they did like so there was this guy I would I'd sharpen skates. I'd sharpen just like hockey skates, you know, for like young kids. But there was this gentleman named Fred who um, would sharpen um, figure skates in there, like just high, high end, like Christy, Christy Yamaguchi would get her skates sharpened there. Um, but Fred, he taught me everything about 60s and 70s music. Like oh. I just consumed facts and he would tell me about everything. It's where I, it's like one of the bedrocks of like me getting like music trivia knowledge back there i couldn't wait to sharpen skates and like talk to fred it was incredible you got uh you got an education on more than just uh i want to talk to these people so bad now it's <laughs> <laughs> going back it was cool it yeah 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 you guys get all a right. job it's just fun even if just get a job jobs are cool all right what we got hello brian and neil this is nicholas from sully iowa and our family loves to listen to your banter we would like to know where in the world you would like to take a vacation. Have a great day. Bye. Where in the world would we like to take a vacation? Yeah. What's up, Iowa? What's up? What's up, Nicholas and fam? Iowa. Sully. Got love for Iowa. Got love for Casey's. Neil, you uh, have been way, we have been to way more worldly, tra- you've been on way more worldly travels than I have been. I know, yeah. I've been lucky to travel to some places, to some uh, faraway lands. You and I backpack through Europe. We've talked about that here on the show. Uh, we play shows in uh, in England and uh, in Canada, um, stuff like that. But yeah, you've I've been had- to, you've been to four continents three yeah i think so yeah i've been to yeah i've been to three i guess yeah but um yeah i've yeah i've been to japan and and china and and uh you know greece and stuff like that those are some some big highlights so of the of a place i've never been before i think i would like to go to um new zealand or australia like those two places if they count as one but i guess if i had to say one i would say new zealand Really like to see that someday. Here it's just gorgeous and uh, uh, very different, and uh, you know, very chill. You know, so I think it'd be a nice, relaxing place to go to. I'm not uh, not a big Hobbit head or Lord of the Rings person, but I think that's why a lot of people go there these days. This is a big Hobbit tour you can do and see all the spots where they shot the films. But I'd probably still do that and enjoy it. But I really just want to see the beauty and want to see the the lush green and the amazing oceans and uh i don't know i'll just understand some more fly the concords jokes or what we do in the shadows <laughs> or whatever like yeah you know be able to understand uh, murray and all them uh, reese darby and all them so i like uh i like new zealand for a lot of reasons and uh, i've been to a couple other places that were on my list first so i feel like that's the next one potentially for me uh, so yeah i'll go with that area of things down well, under and your sister, maybe not vacationer, but she is such a traveler. She yeah, uh, she's she has explorer. been to all seven continents, and her stories are incredible. So yes, well, uh, she'll be on the podcast someday. She'll she'll uh, co-host with me when you're yeah. uh, when you're sick. Oh, that'd be that'd be great. That'd be great. We gotta <laughs> we gotta put we gotta yeah. put her on here. Whenever the oh, other one can't do it, we just fill in with the siblings, and we're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then when you can't, we'll just, yeah, okay. Um, I feel like if it's been to a place that I've been before, because I, I, for for me for a vacation, I want to like be comfortable, so you know all the beats. But I would definitely go back to Portland, Maine, 
and hang out in the city that I had so much fun there. Um, and then take some day trips up to Acadia National Park. Just had a you great time. You've spoken very was, highly of uh, of uh, good old Portland, Maine, up there. I've never I've never really been to Maine. You've uh, you've sung its praises though. I got I got to go up there sometime. Yeah, I do. As long as I could figure out a place that you wouldn't disturb any of the natural habitats, I do want to go up into like Bangor stuff like that, and like I want to see some more moose. I just love moose. They're just so cool. Um, but if I'm going place I've never been before, I've never been to Jasper. Um, is it? It's in Canada. Is it a national park? I think it is a national park of Canada. But I want to go mm-hmm. to Jasper National Park. So they always talk about you know when we go up and play at St. Albert up at, near Edmonton, Neil. Oh yeah, they're always talking about Jasper. And people Jasper. are always like, oh, Banff, 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 and they're like, nah, Jasper is the joint. So I want to go to Jasper. I just want to go oh, hiking. Jasper, and go camping. What if you had to pick a country you've never been to before? What would you choose? I want to go to Japan. Japan. Good choice. I want to go to Japan. I hope we get to go to China. But um play some shows. Def- well, um my brother Jeffy, he he just he just went to India. I'd want to India. I remember growing up I always wanted to see I wanted to travel in Mongolia. So maybe Mongolia's on the list too. I don't know. All right. I want to uh, hit it all, Neil. I want to hit it all. Someday we will. We'll play shows at all these places, including Jasper. Book Jasper. us Jasper. Uh, last caller. One more. Here we go. Hey, Cuckoo, this is Glenn from Linwood, California. So when I think about you guys, I think what people love is you guys are a true duo. You're a real tag team. So that got me thinking, if you guys were an actual tag team, as in a professional wrestling tag team, what do you think some of your best moves would be? I'm trying to visualize it, and I'm just I'm wondering – what each of you would bring to the table. And also as a bonus question, thinking about another tag team in music, if you guys were in a tag team wrestling match against tag team, uh, who do you think would win and maybe why? I've got my money on Cuckoo, but I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Thanks, guys. What's up, Glenn? Glenn. Right there. All right. Wrestling. Wrestling. Brandon and I don't know much about wrestling. We, we have, have a lot of friends, friends that really yeah. like wrestling, so that we like learn about wrestling from that. But we don't like, know right. a ton, right, Neil? Yeah, yeah. We just know the, the bare bones basics. And uh, I got a couple of good ideas for moves that we could do, Brian. You know, I, I'm assuming in this hypothetical that um, our tag team wrestling is is essentially the same costumes as our bands, right? We maybe we're up in the gold a little bit. Maybe, maybe there's a little more accentuation, or maybe it's like we're just wearing like the speedo or some tight tights or whatever. But you know, it's still the black and gold. We're still representing the the, the styles and um, and vibes of our of our band. So a couple moves I can think of is um, like uh, one of us uh, gets the, gets uh, someone in a headlock and the other person tickles them. Right, a little tickle, tickle, like a little <laughs> yeah, tickle, tickle on the belly or wherever they have it, and then good. the other one. And I guess I'm thinking more of like a two-on-one situation. I'm not sure what would happen for the other person's, uh, you know, our opponent's tag team partner. Uh, but I guess this one could work for both. And this is kind of more of a like a night at the Roxbury type move where you and me um, kind of bookend uh, these these two tag team or just one of them, and uh, you know, really get to grooving on them. Right, get some get some dance moves going, and they just can't go anywhere because they're surrounded. 
by our gyrating bodies. Maybe we both like put the booties on them and it's like a booty bounce back and forth, you know, boing, 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 back and forth, left and right. Um, so yeah, so I'm thinking the tickle move and then some dance move um, type wrestling moves where we are just trapping you with our, with our dancing. Dancing, I love it. Yeah, we're going, everybody thinks like, oh, wrestling, you got to go hard and we're going to just do the absolute opposite. You know, that's what I think. Yeah, it's sort of like a confusing type of thing. Like, whoa, what are these guys doing? And then maybe that's when we, you know, we pin you. Just when, uh, just when you think uh, it's it's a big joke or something. It's like, no, that's when we take you down and we win the match. Wrestling. We've we've always seen wrestling. I've gone to a lot of local uh, Minnesota wrestling matches, like in some VFWs. I've had a great time um, going there. I, I went. My uncle Steve took my first one. But what really drew me in is the first time I heard about the New Day. Oh my goodness, they have everything. So how could Cuckoo even exist in that world when the New Day already exists and does it all? We got New Day cereal. Yeah, we that would be that'd be hard to compete with. But I feel like there's lots of room out there. Like you said, there's lots of independent leagues, there's lots of local leagues and stuff. So you know, yeah, they're at the top of the top and they do a lot of what we do. But we could we could put our own little spin on it and uh, maybe someday. We'll do something like that, or we'll do a music video or a wrestling song or something. I feel like that that's uh, potentially stepping on, happening. Stepping on Mega Ran territory there. That's true. we got to be careful. we got some friends who are already doing this stuff. Um, but, yeah, us and Tag Team, I mean, Tag Team have it in their name, so I feel like maybe they have more, like, wrestling know-how and they know more of, um, you know, what, what can be done in the ring or maybe have some experience at that. But at the other hand, I think Tag Team is a lot older than us. You know, I feel like they're probably like 50 or, or more like they're probably a lot older. So I feel like we would win because we are the more spry young individuals who can uh, take it to True. Uh, the, the aging uh, tag team. But they're better rappers than us. And I saw them in the new. Are they in that Geico commercial? Or is that progressive? Uh, I haven't seen it. I got to check this out. Oh. oh, my gosh. Makes me want to get a bucket hat. They look so good. Um, but they they still they still have it. And um, I don't know. They probably could take us down, but we'd give them a run for their money. That's what I'd say. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Um, all right, thanks for the wrestling questions, Glenn. Glenn, and, thanks, um, Neil. How'd we do? Did we go? Uh, did we go six hours? How'd we do? Oh, as usual, we're way over. It's all good. We just got a couple shorty segments to get to, but first, we have to tell you about our next episode of Banter Buddies. Um, we need your calls for our next episode. We're going to uh, take a little uh, little break. I'm going out of town. I'm going to I'm going to the most magical place on earth, Walt Disney World. Um, so we are going to uh, be off for a week. So this will be um, coming out on uh, the 10th of May. So you got some extra time on this one. But next episode, we want to talk about theme parks. Speaking of uh, Disney and stuff like that, but we're not talking about the big boys. We're not talking about Disney, Universal, uh, Sea World, and all that stuff. We're talking about hometown theme parks. The question is, what is your hometown theme park, and what do they do best? Wow, that and, question is nice and open-ended. You know, can yeah. be anything. Can be anything. Best. What do is we want? Anything. What do we want to hear from folks on this one, Brian? Man, it can. Oh, Neil, I didn't mean to say man. Neil, <laughs> uh, it can be anything. You know, it's it's. Uh, we're trying to say the best. Do you want me to give some examples? Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. What are you thinking? Well, when I'm thinking about a theme park, I'm thinking of fl- traffic flow. I'm thinking of ticketing. I really look at parking a lot. Right? Maybe it's like, what are their signature food items? And what about entertainment? I want to know like what kind of pop-up bands are happening. 
what kind of like ride installations are going on. Maybe like on the, I'm always looking at like while you're standing in line, like what does it look like? You know, sometimes people are just so obsessed with how big the drop is on the roller coaster. They miss the little stuff, but it can be that too. It can be the roller coaster, can be a cool, unique ride. We just want to hear it. We just want to know anything about the whole park operations and beyond what do you love we want to know more just about what these places are too i mean uh, a lot of people don't know about regional theme parks and everything so whatever the one that you grew up going to and just let us know what you like about it and you know what some theme parks are better at thrill rides some of them are more like family based some of them are more like oh they got a lot of good food like you said or drinks or um stage shows so just let us know what you love about your regional hometown theme park what do they do best please give us a call 612-424-0036 and uh, we will be excited to talk about all those things and uh, we'll talk about our regional theme park which is uh, the same one i believe we grew up uh, here in the twin cities going to the same place and uh, we'll dig into all our stories about that amazing place uh, um, coming up on the next episode of banter buddies call us please all right a couple more segments let's wrap it up we have uh, recommendations recommendations time All right, it's time for recommendations. We're going to tell you about some things we like. I'll get us kicked off here. I got to recommend uh, a VR product, Brian. I've entered the world of what is, VR. What is VR? Our virtual reality. <gasps> it's not real reality. It's virtual reality, everybody. And uh, yes, I recently purchased the Oculus Quest Two. Did you it really? Is, uh, yes, I have an Oculus Quest Two. Um, you know, I'm not much of a gamer, everybody, uh, kind of left that behind with the Sega Dreamcast back in like 2001 or whatever, but, uh, you know, I've heard a lot of good things about, uh, the Oculus and, uh, and, uh, it's totally wireless, right? You don't, you have to connect it to your PC or anything like that. The whole thing just runs on the headset and you have two little controllers and, uh, it's been really fun and really interesting to kind of see where this thing's going. And again, I don't really care so much about the, you know, uh, you know, the gaming side of things, but uh, there's a lot to, uh, to offer here as far as, you know, watching YouTube and, you know, some YouTube channels have like the ability to use a VR headset like this to kind of move your head and look around, um, you know, and just like watching different types of things. There's just so many different cool kind of games in here too, or experiences even. It's very immersive. You put this thing on and just like the sound and everything, and you just really feel like you're somewhere else. And there's, there's games or apps that you, whatever you call it, that just like, they're like national parks and you just can walk around a national park and just like be totally like surrounded by the sounds and the, the views and everything. So it's been uh, really fun to play with. And, um, you know, I think it's just cool as a, especially as like a look into like where things are going and, and sort of where this kind of entertainment can go. Uh, truth be told, speaking of star Wars, I kind of bought this for one game, which was a, uh, galaxy's edge, um, game, which is the, um, star Wars land. And Walt it came out, I thought it was Disneyland. only like in those, uh, you know, in like a mall or something you can yeah no that's that's the void uh which no longer exists but yeah that's a similar star wars thing but yeah this is for your home and now they have two different star wars games it's called star wars tales from the galaxy's edge which is really fun and then there's a one called vader immortal which is like a lightsaber game so i don't know i think this stuff's really interesting and uh the oculus quest uh too if you can get around the facebook it's owned by facebook um which is kind of weird but um hey they made a great product and uh it's it's 
pretty fun to use, and I uh, would recommend it to just about everybody. I mean, even if you're not a gamer, it's really simple games. There's a game called Beat Saber that a lot of people like. Uh, it's kind of like Guitar Hero meets, like, uh, I don't know, like lightsabers, I guess. <laughs> um, so it's really fun, and, um, you know, that's uh, you know it's 300 bucks to get into it, but, you know, if you got some time or some kids or whatever, Dang. it might be fun. But it's really cool and really, uh, really fun experience. So check it out if you're in the mood for some VR. It's a nice, uh, uh, you know, introduction into that world of things. So check out the Oculus Quest 2. Neil, would it make me dizzy? Uh, it made me a little bit dizzy at first, but then you really get used to it pretty quickly, and it's really good. So uh, it doesn't uh, – it might – maybe – I know you're sensitive, so maybe it would, but they all have other modes and stuff you can turn on a lot of these games to, like, lessen that. So I think you'd be okay. We'll try it out one of these times next time you come over. What was that Harry Potter ride? I feel like I'm just worried that that – like that Harry Potter ride that just yeah made me yeah barf on um, the, ride. the first Harry Potter ride journey uh, journey into I forget what it's called but uh, yeah, yeah the that, one up in Hogwarts oh yeah that thing that, was that, wild uh, yeah well, that's, that's cool let's set you out there I'm coming uh, over I'm trying it now come over try it well uh, what you got what you recommend in this uh, this episode Brad Neil for my birthday a little while ago I got a weighted blanket for myself <laughs> oh okay I've heard I about I, these I don't have one I think I talk I, I I talked about it like a year ago and then forgot and then I got one. So it's like a percentage of your body weight. So I have a 25 pound weighted blanket, which at first I'd think like, that's not enough, but it is. It is. (laughs) So we got one for my son, a small, smaller one. Like I think it weighs five pounds. Um, and it has penguins on it because he was just a wiggler in his sleep. He was not a good sleeper birth through three. Mm. And all of a sudden something changed. I don't know. He's gotten way better at it, but um, but it kind of helped him. I was like, man, I want one of those, kind of joking, and then, yeah. whoa, find out like they make them for adults, too, and so it's um, it's been fantastic. I'm a wiggler. I've always been, uh, I had sleep apnea, still kind of do, had my tonsils removed, did all the sleep studies, did all the things, and um, I'm a wiggler at night. I'm always waking up. I was waking up before all the surgeries i was waking up every 12 minutes neil mm-hmm. from my rem sleep yeah but anyways that. you're always awake in the hotel room while i sleep i go to bed at like nine and you stay up with jeffy until like two or something yeah, like that. yeah so we do you can probably see me like talking my sleep but um liz has said that um I, my my wiggling in the night has decreased 80 percent and I'm like, I almost feel like I'm like, I've been getting, I've been going into a deeper, darker sleep. It's been fantastic. It's been wow. And it's all blanket. due to the weighted blanket. It's, it's heavy. I thought it wasn't heavy, but then you try to like put it on yourself in the night, kind of when it falls, or you like move it or something like that. And it's like, whoa, this thing this is heavy. It like pads you down, like lulls you. It's like a hug, basically. I almost so want a little bit more weight, but they they don't recommend it. So you only use it for bedtime. Like I think some people just like rock it during the day and stuff too. Oh, it feels great. It's like something. Yeah, I, I, I if I could move, if I wanted to move it around a little bit more, or if we like we're hanging out more and not like running all the time. Um, yeah. I'd yeah, definitely. You're watching movies, put it on your on your lap. Oh, I love it. You say you've heard of people doing that. Yeah, I might have to check it out, especially if you recommend it here. It sounds good for Minnesota winters as well, right? It's probably probably pretty warm. <laughs> it's warm. I think it's light enough that I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of go all summer with it. But the weighted nice. blanket, I love it. It's done a lot of great things so far in the month. I don't know. I don't think I'm gonna bring it on tour though. 
but I'm going to be sad. I'm going to be sad not to have it on tour. <laughs> that's a big load into the hotel with that thing. Well, that's why, that's why I got the sleep apnea surgery like in the first place because they were like, you can get the surgery now. It's pretty painful. It's this, this, and this. It has this recovery time. Or you can wear the CPAP or whatever the mask, the mask is, you know, the yeah. Darth Vader mask. And yep. I just at that time, I was like, Neil and I are going to tour. We're going to be sleeping literally on couches for the next 10 years. I was like, can't I can't it. have the mask. I can't. Yeah. I'm always thinking about the tour. Anyways, you guys, if you're a wiggler, if you're a poor sleeper, start taking care of it now. You sleep, you're sleeping so much, it's so important to your whole day and your whole life. So maybe try a weighted blanket. Maybe there's a, something else out there for it. But take care of your sleep, you guys. Sleep. All right. That does it for recommendations. Check those things out and uh, and you will be happy, according to us. All right. Uh, we got to get to a game. Let's play Name That Tune. Oh, wait. What are we playing? I don't know about this. Playing Name That Tune, Brian. I'm going to play you a little, uh, little jingle jingle. I'm going to play you a few seconds of a song, not by Cuckoo Kangaroo, by other bands, other acts. And uh, Brian, Uh-oh. you're going to guess what that song is. I think you'll get most of these. I specifically chose songs that you know and probably love, so maybe they'll be a little too easy for you, but I thought it'd be fun. Everybody can play along at home as well and try to guess them before you. But we got four of them here. I think the fourth one might be the toughest, but uh, we'll What's, start here Is there the a top. theme here or just like uh, No theme. These I can like, be songs like... songs from any time. They span a wide range, but also, um, again, I thought of you as I Probably um, pop songs. All right, made I'm most ready. Of these. I'm ready. All right, here comes the first one. Kanye West ran away. No, 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 no. Oh, That's sorry, so quick. Oh, no, no. I heard the listen, second listen. note. Listen, listen. It's, uh, it's, uh, Black, it's Black Parade by My Chemical Romance. Ding, ding, ding. You got it. Welcome right, to did the I Black go too Parade. Fast? I go too, I just, I no, just if you know it right away. But yeah, the, the, the Kanye, that, that was a good guess because he's got the single, single when piano When I note. was a young boy, <laughs> my father took me into the city. You might want to wait just a little bit just so the people at home can play. Oh, guess, sorry, you sorry, know? sorry, 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 sorry. But sorry. that's good that you knew that one right away. I just want right, to prove that I got it right off no, the top. No, you nailed All it. Right. You, you nailed it. Okay, here's number two. Got it, got it. All right, I'm glad you know. I'm going to play one more time for those at home. You see a guy reach for stars in the sky. Ooh, it sounds very uh, show tuney, Brian, right here. What is it? What is it? That's original cast recording from Guys and Dolls. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the song. I think it's just called Guys and Dolls. Like I think it's. Like, oh, is that the Guys and Dolls? Think, that's the main I think theme. It's, yeah, I think it's the main theme. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Guys and goodie. Dolls. Who were you in this? Uh, in this, yeah, uh, this was the Benny first S- musical you were ever in. Yeah, Benny South Street. Benny South Street. What a great name. That's uh, when we get really, really, really famous. Like we're pretty famous right now, Brian. Obviously, but uh, <laughs> when we get super famous, that's going to be the name you check into hotels with. Right there. <laughs> hey, Benny South Street. So people Did, don't know. Okay, you you think my you think my fake accent stuff's bad now? Think about a seventh grader. Pretending to do a New York <laughs> accent when he's never been to New York, and he's just like, nobody helped me. I just was oh. like, hey, I'm Benny South Street. We <laughs> got, I'm going to hit up your parents and see if they got the VHS of that. I want to see it. I'm going to hear it. Man, these are um, good. good. These are You're so two for good. two. These You're two for two. They might get harder. This one's probably still easy. Here's number three. Oh, yeah. I got this. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm getting too hyped up. All right, Neil, well, play it again. Well, play it again. One more time people. for the people in the back. Whenever there's a problem, round it, Bay. 
Ryder there's and a his problem. team of pups are here to save the day. Rocky, Zuma, Everett. No, not Everett. <laughs> She's not mentioned in the first. What uh, is that, Brian? A, that's not a Paw Patrol theme song. All right. What do they say here? Let's take it. Around Adventure Bay? What, yes. Is that, is that where the show takes place? Adventure Bay? Yes. They're in Adventure Bay. I've heard this song 10,000 times. It's probably only like totally 50 seconds long. And so since on Spotify, yeah. uh, Paw Patrol only has like four songs, you just uh, will loop those. Oh, my goodness. That's um, the only part of the song where they don't say Paw Patrol, Paw, Paw Patrol. Patrol. <laughs> the whole thing is just like Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol. Also, that was not my first choice for like a song you might play with, with your kid, but um, it was actually Daniel Tiger. But I quickly learned that Daniel Tiger doesn't have an original, <laughs> doesn't have an original theme song. What do you mean? He, it's the it's the Mister Rogers one. I know. It's like, come on now. That's not your that's not your show. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's like that's already a, a theme song for somebody else. I know, man. but it's like, Daniel Tiger's neighborhood. It's it, okay. I get what you're saying, but I it's didn't realize. On. So is the whole show based on like that kind of idea where Daniel Tiger is like a Mister Rogers? I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's just my ignorance, I guess. Okay, so you know when when Trolley would go back and then Mr. Rogers would walk through and there'd yes, be yes. So there the was King there and was all the stuff. King Saturday and something and there was the so that whole world exists. So Daniel and his family get around on Trolley. There's the clock tower. Oh X the Owl. So it's X the Owl's ne- basically everybody's nephew, niece, daughter, or son. That's the kids. Except for Daniel. Daniel was the was like Mr. Rogers' main person, and then now right. Daniel's the lead. But the whole wow. world looks like the inside where the trolley was. That's a very good idea. I did not realize Daniel Tiger was a spinoff of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. That's so cool. I like that. It's a cool it's, idea. It's very fun. It shows kindness. Neil, this is so. This is bringing me. This is bringing me all the joy. What you all got? Right, one here? more. This might be tough, but uh, I think you'll know it. Um, but let's see here what the people out there think. Check it out. Little sax, little sax right there. One more time. Oh, do you know that one? Did that come to your head right yeah, away? Let's sing it. Um, this in your eyes, the color like wonderful something. I'm yep. trying to think who sings it though. Can I take a guess? Take a guess. Take a guess. Is it Edwin McCain? It is. It is. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, it's Edwin McCain, and the song is it. Is it stay or I'll be it's or I'll tell be. me? It's I'll be. You got it. Okay. I'll okay. be. I'll be the color like wonderful. <laughs> you knew it. That was okay, a very. Now, um, that's a like Coles? a mil- That's a that's a Cole song for sure. Yep. That uh, Edwin McCain. It's a Cole song for us. It's like a middle school dance song. Um, you know, a little maybe a little bit of wedding, a little bit of wedding DJ in there. Maybe you know some people. Maybe that's a little played out now, but. Uh, Yes, I'll be. I don't know why. That, I don't know why that one reminded me of you. I just wanted to throw another one in there that was a little bit out there. So yeah. Okay. Um, speaking four of for like, four, okay. you did it. Wait, what did you say? You did four for four. Nice work. I trusted my gut. That's what you told me the last time. Trust yeah, my that's gut. Yeah, that's the way to go. Trust it. Um, but uh, the Ed McCain, I feel like that definitely was less wedding song. I feel like more prom song. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And okay, so. I hope I don't know I don't I don't know if uh, high schools are doing their proms this year or not I think that'd be who knows who knows how that could work but Justin Bieber on his new album so he did a deluxe 
album that came out a week after the original album that's just like nine, six more songs, whatever. There's oh. this song on there called like Impossible or Incredible or Improbable or whatever, but I heard it the first time. I was like, if we were still DJing, did we DJ a prom? I think we DJed like yeah, one. Right? Yeah, yeah, maybe one, yeah. I was like, this is just gold. This is gold. This is gold. <laughs> made, this is your prom. This is your slow jam right here, Beebs. Good job. Wow. Should have made yep. the main record. It sounds like a Rascal Flat song, basically. So it's awesome. <laughs> Perfect. Nailed it. All right, cool. That's uh, Name That Tune. Brian, you did a great job there. Congratulations on getting four out of four correct. We have one more segment. It's called New with Coop. Oh, what's new with Koo? This episode, Brian, what are we talking about? What's been released? What is new in our lives? So much stuff all the time. We had a second single from the album promoting Slow Clap coming out May 21st. We had the dance-along video for the video. So, so far, so now people have gotten four videos for two songs. So, um, Kelly and Eric Beaudry of the Beaudry Filmworks up in Stillwater, Minnesota, they helped us make, uh, they made their first dance along video for us. They've only made live action stuff before and they knocked it out of the park. Total pros, right? Just getting a new assignment and uh, they just they just did a great job with it. So we're really happy about uh, how both the Ice Cold Lemonade videos came out. They did them both. They have those, head, those songs stuck in their heads forever now because uh, they made two music videos of the same song. So thank you to them. Go check those out. We'll have that linked in the show notes. And then uh, we also have a UNICEF contest, Brian. We, had, uh, we got, uh, you, can, uh, you can win a Zoom call with us, right? It'll be like this podcast, only personalized or whatever. Um, what, what's the contest? What, what do people have to do to enter the UNICEF contest, Brian? Okay, so we get daily asks all the time if we can jump on people, schools, Google Hangs, their Skype call, their whatever. We just cannot, we, can, we can't do them all, so we don't do any. But um, we want more people to check out UNICEF Kid Power, teaches philanthropy. Um, I know Canadian and UK listeners right now are like, UNICEF isn't there. Uh, They've told us they're working on it. But um, you can gain points that help um, distribute, you know, masks and um, local food aid and help in uh, your community. But anyway, so that's why we like that. That's why I like UNICEF Kid Power. You can dance to our videos and unlock and help your neighborhood. Unlock points coins so anyways the contest is our first single sticky icky there's a dance along video for that and uh, it's kind of vague a little bit they're like hey as a classroom just watch sticky icky become sign in with unicef right watch sticky icky make some kind of video with that do the move film yourself doing the move pour honey in your face i don't know what <laughs> i don't know do what something you want? do something i think you have till the end of the month right yeah yeah i believe so you got 13 days, and then um, the UNICEF crew—they're gonna pick—they're uh, gonna pick a winner, and then um, there'll be some honorable mention prizes as well too. So, did that yeah, so did that describe a little UNICEF and a little bit about the contest called the yeah. Sticky Icky Dance Challenge? Sticky Icky Dance Challenge. Film yourself making, uh, you know, doing the dance moves, and uh, you can win a Zoom Zoom call from us. That's cool. Thank you, UNICEF, for that. And then uh, we got a new single. It's coming out. It's coming out. It'll be here uh, a few days after this podcast gets released. So, yeah, we're looking at uh, the end of April here, and uh, the singles are going to keep on coming. We've already dropped two. Well, number three is right around the bend, y'all. So make sure you are looking out for that. You know where songs are released. You know where videos are released. You guys, I hope hope this next one really makes you shake your booty. That's what we want. There we go. 
Um, so, yeah, those are the new things with us. Um, appreciate everybody calling in for this episode of Banter Buddies. Next episode, what is your hometown theme park and uh, what do they do best? Call us 612-424-0036 and uh, you'll be on the next episode of Banter Buddies. Wow, we want to say thank you to Neil Z for making the theme song to our podcast and uh, Wampa Stampa for making the show art every week. Uh, He's fantastic. So thanks to those homies for helping us make this show possible. And uh, thanks to you for listening and uh, calling in, right? That's uh, that's how this show works. And uh, we're going to keep plowing forward. We're having a good time with it. This episodes are getting longer and longer, so that means the shows are getting better and better, right? Oh I think that's boy, how, that, that's what are how we at now? Right? Have we broken an hour and a half? Oh yeah, we're in, we're into the ninety. We're into the ninety, you guys. Oh jeez. And Louise. if you're still here, you're telling us that it's okay. So <laughs> it's been a lot of fun, and uh, we'll be back uh, in a few weeks with that next episode about uh, regional theme parks. It'll be a good time, Brian. It was good to speak to you, um, and uh, doing podcasting is always fun. Bye, Brian. Neil. Bye.